Hey, it's Justin Pontier from the Mixed Morning Grind. Special guest joining me this morning. It's Chris Mallow. Chris, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Justin. He's the coaching director for the Fort Falcons, and obviously it's got to be exciting to be back on the field now, Chris. It is. It's absolutely exciting. We had our first uh, practice back last night after a brief hiatus. Uh, we were on the field in April, but uh, had a brief break there. But things are looking up, and uh season is looking to be really exciting this year. So let's go back in your history, Chris. When did you fall in love with football? Uh, that's a long story, but uh, going back, actually, and it's a it's a common story, and it actually helps uh, anyone who's kind of uh, maybe a little bit of appreh- apprehensive of coming to try out the sport. But uh, I never thought I'd be interested in football. And uh, one day I was in grade nine, junior high, a football coach came, came into the school and talked to us, and I thought, you know what, give it a try. And uh, I'd played in the playground uh, now and again, but uh, – I went out and uh, from day one fell in love with it. And uh, I always knew I wanted to be a coach from uh, all my playing days. But uh, you know what? Uh, through high school and into junior football, uh, my love of the game never, never ceased uh, or wavered. So it's an awesome so, story. What, what position did you play? I played offensive line uh, all through high school and, uh, and junior football. Uh, I played some defensive line in, 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 uh, high school, but, uh, mostly offensive line, uh, center specifically, but all, all along the offensive line. So uh, let's talk about the youth sports a little bit here. Uh, you know, obviously with the COVID pandemic, it's put a little bit of a damper on those sort of things, but it has a, a huge importance in lots of people's lives. I know it did for, for me, and I'm, I'm sure it did for you as well. What kind of importance are you seeing now uh, coming out of the pandemic with these kids getting back into sports? Well, and I think that that was something that I don't, I don't want to say it was overlooked, but it was kind of put on the back burner is how I wouldn't even say it's important. It's critical, I think, in the development of of our youth and, and developing them into good, uh, um, high functioning adults that are contributing to society in a positive manner. Um, and the pandemic definitely did uh, did change things a lot. Uh, we were lucky enough uh, that we didn't lose a season through through it all. We had our season last year. It was modified, but we got through a full season. And we're, we're seeing the benefits of being that sport that kept moving forward and made sure that we were there for the, the kids when, when they needed, needed it the most. And we're seeing an uptick in, in registrations. We're always looking for new kids. Um, our Bantams are, are, are needing a lot of new kids. And uh, by all means, come on out. But as far as the development of kids, like it's, it's part of their health, mental health, right? It's part of their emotional health, getting out there with their friends, working towards goals. And um, I saw it in my own kids and I see it on the kids of the field every day. And that's the best part of their day when they got out on that field and were able to experience that even during the pandemic in our season last year, it was so rewarding to provide that that environment for them to thrive in and uh, look forward to continuing on with that. Absolutely. It's a, it's a super important outlet. We're actually going to get you information, uh, get our viewers information on how to get registered coming up in just a little bit. I want to dive into uh, some, some other football related stuff here before we get into that uh, CFL getting back on the field as well. Your thoughts on the new uh, Edmonton team name. Do you like it? Would you have preferred something else? Honestly, um, it's something that needed to happen um, in, in regards to, to it. I don't have any, any disrespect. Obviously, I have a lot of affinity to the, to the old name just based on history and uh, growing up with it. But I have no problems with them changing it. And ultimately, from what they were looking at, it was their, their best possible solution. And I think 
it is something that's going to grow on the fans and, and the fan base. I see a lot of people embracing it. And at the end of the day, um, that's where I, I approach it. It's going to be something that I'm going to support regardless. Uh, football in, in Edmonton, I'll be at the games. I'll be cheering hard. And uh, me and my family will be there just like anyone else. So is, is that your, your CFL team or are you like one of those Ryder fans? I'm not a Ryder fan. I was born in <laughs> I was born and raised in Fort Saskatchewan. So, um, yeah. ultimately, uh, the the allegiance uh, uh, goes with the Edmonton uh, team and, uh, and the Edmonton Elks now. But uh, I actually grew up uh, in high school. I was a BC Lions fan of all all things. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But uh, I always liked the 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 Edmonton team and uh, will always support it. So. So how about NFL? Who's your team there? Well, uh, love it or hate it, uh, I kind of grew into uh, being a Patriots fan, and uh, I actually got the opportunity to go uh, go watch them uh, go watch them play, which was very exciting, and got to watch them in the 2016 season. I flew down to Boston and got to see them during the Super Bowl uh, run, which was fun. So, but oh, nice. uh, I always support them now. So, who did, you, who did who did they play that game that you saw? The uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it was uh, Tom Brady's return game after his four-game suspension. So it was a pretty exciting, exciting game. No kidding. The crowd must have been nuts, eh? It was. It was really good. Yeah, I, me, me and my wife uh, went down there for a nice trip. So, so did you get the whole uh, tailgating experience and all of that in too? Uh, it was uh, a little bit of a whirlwind experience. We flew in. Uh, uh, early on the Sunday morning and had to get to the stadium quite quickly. So we only got it briefly, but uh, we're definitely planning on going back to get the whole experience for sure. So now I guess speaking of the Patriots, but he, obviously he's moved on. Do you think yep. Brady has another ring left in him or what? You know what? You never bet against him. He's proven everyone time and time again. And uh, it, it's really weird to say about someone who's so good as, as he is, is that he, he approaches the season as an underdog all the time. And I think that's the proper way to go in. And it's hard to say it, but every year he he's an underdog as far as that because everyone wants to bet against him, and every there's so many that like to cheer against him. But uh, um, yeah, I, I think he does. Ultimately, I wouldn't be shocked if he could play till he's fifty years old. Oh, at this point, he, I mean, he's trending in the right direction. But, but I, yeah. you know, one of the things that that's big for him is you know the training and the preparation. Obviously, that's important with youth youth sports as well as well in the Fort Falcons. Uh, tell us about the fit program that you guys are doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that, that's exactly it is the, the training. And he definitely brings some innovative, uh, aspects to his training, but the training is, is, is very important. And we try and introduce that at a young age, an age appropriate age. So right going from, from Adam on up and even our, even our novice flags are, are, are joining in and, uh, the training makes a big difference as far as being ready to play. And it's not only just per, performance on the field which it obviously makes a difference but it's injury prevention and this is where Tom Brady gets into right he's training and the reason he's able to play for so long is he trains to prevent those injuries be ready to for the body to withstand the the rigor of a game like football um, and we have a number of players that are embracing it and training hard. And I'll tell you right now, last night on the field, I can tell you who embraced the training and who didn't. So <laughs> there's some players that need to catch up and we'll support them in doing so. And we're always coach them up, but it makes a difference. And uh, you have to train. For sure. And it's not too late to register. Like if, if uh, you know, there's a parent uh, watching this and they're thinking back and forth on getting their kids involved, they can still get registered right now. It's open. It is. It's 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 open. Our our regular season registration is open. We got sign up for our fit field sessions. We call them. Uh, we had the one last night. We got three more in June, 
and we'll be opening up more in July. Uh, we're waiting on our league uh, allowance for what they're going to allow for practicing in July, but we'll be opening up more days in July. Uh, we got uh, July, uh, sorry, June 17th, this Thursday, and then uh, the 22nd and 24th, next Tuesday and next Thursday, we're on the field 6 to uh, 8 p.m. And uh, go to www.fortsassfootball.com to register for both uh, those sessions and the regular season. And so how did the age brackets break down? I was kind of curious on that. Um, it's actually everything's kind of moving towards football used to be a little bit uh, off uh, from other sports, but actually it's right in line with all the other sports now. So we have novice flag, which is basically U8. Um, and then uh, we have uh, Adam, which is U10. And then we have Peewee, which is uh, U12. And then uh, Bantam, which is U14. 14 there's the odd 15 year old as long as you're in grade nine and not in high school but that's very very rare so u14 is generally the the age mark for that and then uh yeah for fort minor football it, it, it ends at the bantam level and then you go on to your high school teams right so how does the the season kind of break down are you already planning uh your games going into the season or does that kind of um, kind of wait until they, you know exactly what the rules are going forward. Obviously, practices are going to be continuing to roll on. Uh, do you have the schedule laid out already this season for all those teams? Uh, it's coming. Our league is working on our regular season schedule uh, right now uh, based on uh, all the things that are happening as far as the reopening goes and all that. But I can tell you right now, and, and the reason why we were able to have a season last year is football coaches are notoriously workaholics. So they're always working behind the scenes. And I can speak from experience. I haven't taken a day off since last season ended. So to be prepared and having plan A, B, and C ready to pull the trigger on, and we're ready to go as soon as the, the league schedule is released. Um, we're looking at uh, what would amount to a fairly wide open season. Uh, if everything goes as well and things are trending in the right, right direction and all the, all the uh, advice we're getting and uh, advisement is that be prepared for a wide open season. We'll be starting a full equipment practices beginning of August, August 3rd. And we'll be practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. Games would be on Saturdays or Sundays. And uh, that would be looking to start probably third weekend in August would be our first games is what we're planning for. So that's what we're ready for. So we're waiting on the schedule and we're good to go. So heading into this season, give us a couple of outstanding players from here in our community to watch, whether it be in the Fort Falcons program or maybe uh, moving into the high school ranks. Uh, Okay. Um, Well, with our Fort Falcons program right now, uh, we're looking at a, uh, we had a pretty young peewee team last year. Um, I'm the head coach of the peewee team. And now actually I'm going to be coaching both the peewee and bantam team this year. So uh, it's going to be a, it's a tall order for, for our <laughs> coaching staff. So our coaching staff is, is dedicated to coaching both those teams uh, together. Uh, we had a pretty young peewee team last year that uh, were gaining experience. They just moved up from Adam. Uh, brand new game to them, having a full field, nine aside. Uh, it was wide open, eyes wide open type of experience for them. But after a couple of games, they're right into it. So uh, we're looking at a veteran group with a bunch of nice, good, great new players coming out for us. So uh, I, I've, I've always feel weird uh, saying this, but uh, 
to to plug uh, my own son, but it's not because it's my my own son. But he's worked his tail off, and he's a leader on the team uh, by his own accord. Uh, Grady Mallow is definitely someone to keep an eye on. Uh, he'll be the quarterback for the season, leading a veteran group. Uh, he's got a, a great group of receivers, Alex Brown being one of them, Logan Fisher being another uh, that played for us last year. Like They're going to have breakout years, but there's a lot of great new talent coming out. We have two players that have yet to put pads on for us, but we're so excited uh, to be coaching them. Uh, uh, Audrina... Uh, a young lady coming, uh, she was friends with Grady. They've been playing in the playground together for quite a while. Uh, man, what a talent. Uh, and then uh, we have a, a young boy, uh, a young man by the name of Jackson Johnston. He's been training uh, with all our fit sessions, dedicated to everything in the off season, and has yet to put pads on for us. And you can tell, like, lo- last night was, like, it- it's great. Great to coach him. He's a great young man. At the Adam level, we're looking at uh, players like uh, Gavin McAleer, uh, Logan McMath, Austin Juno, and Jackson Hughes, all taking leadership roles. Uh, uh, Jackson Hughes, for sure, he's a third-year Adam player. I had a chance to coach him when I was Adam coach as, as, in his first year Adam. Just an amazing player. Should be looking to take leaps and bounds. Uh, Austin Juno uh, was, was stellar last year as a first-year player. Lots of speed, good running back. Uh, possible quarterback as well. At the novice level, we got Kevin uh, 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 Singh and uh, Olin Bolton uh, really looking to take a leadership role there in their second year as novice flags. At the Bantam level, we have uh, Dirks Lochte coming up from, he's moving from uh, Pee Wee up to Bantam, his first year of Bantam, but man, did he progress last year for us. And uh, he's a baller for sure. Uh, some some leaders there that you want to take a look at that are veteran players, Andrew Cosley and uh, Caden Azur-Allen, definitely taking leadership roles there. But honestly, it's a great group. Uh, I was so excited to be on the field with them last night. So, I mean, the pipeline's looking great. Where do you, as the the coaching development, uh, the coaching director for Fort Falcons, where do you see uh, Fort football progressing in the next, let's say, five years? Because it looks to be getting bigger and better every season. Well, and, and that's the thing. Uh, and we're we're working hard to, to keep up with that because uh, and one of my big tasks is keeping up with the coaching development, which we're, we're developing good young coaches. Um along the pipeline to keep up with the athletes. And I always tell them uh, we're, we're starting them at the Adam level, novice level coaching and, and getting them developing. And I, I don't want to ever see a situation where athletes are, are surpassing our coaching. So we have to keep up as coaches. I've been coaching for 20, 25 years already. And uh, I'm always constantly developing and, and, and working on ways to become a better coach. And uh, I always try and instill that with our coaching staff. Our uh, talent pipeline, our players, we're always getting new players uh, and it's growing and it's growing. Uh, ultimately, I foresee our, our, our programs just just getting better and, and, and um, showcasing really well in this great facility we have in Taurus Field. So uh, five years, is it's looking good. So for any parents or athletes that are looking to maybe join, what's a, a contact information where they could get a hold of you or somebody at uh, Ford Football to be able to kind of progress forward and maybe even get into registration? 
Uh, the best thing is to start off, go right to our webpage, uh, Uh We're also on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can look us up. We have a YouTube channel that we use for our athletes to to show different drills and skills and things that they can do in their home or, or research, that sort of stuff, things that coaches think are valuable for them. Um, my personal email is coaching.fsmfa uh at gmail.com email me anytime i'm open i have an open door policy i give my personal cell phone out freely call me at any time i'm there for our athletes i'm there for interested parents i'm there to support in any way we can and we as an organization are well we're looking forward to seeing what you guys come up with this season chris thank you so much for spending the time good luck with the ford falcons and have a great season you bet falcon sore beat yesterday